Law Enforcement Today radio show. I'm your host. My name's John J. Wiley. In addition to being a radio broadcaster, I'm a retired Baltimore police sergeant. In the Law Enforcement Today radio show, we are joined by special guests. We'll be talking about their experiences and issues affecting law enforcement officers, their families, and the community. We'll also be discussing issues in the news from the perspective of those in law enforcement. Check out our daily articles on our website, lawenforcementtoday.com. And while you're there, download our free app. Be sure to like and follow us on Facebook. Search for Law Enforcement Today Radio Show. The Law Enforcement Today Radio Show is brought to you in part by Transformations Treatment Center. Call 888-991-9725 online at transformationstreatment.center. Transformations Treatment Center provides a comprehensive range of treatments for addiction, substance abuse, co-occurring mental health disorders, and PTSD. Transformations Treatment Center has a nationally acclaimed Veterans and First Responders Treatment Program offering rehabilitation and holistic treatment for all those suffering from substance abuse problems. Law enforcement, firefighters, veterans, and all first responders receive the dedicated and highly specialized treatment they need at Transformations. Their program features first responders and veterans therapists helping first responders and veterans. Transformations Treatment Center. Call 888-991-9725. That's 888-991-9725. Online at transformationstreatment.center. Joining us on the phone from New York City, the Big Apple, we have Brandy Lee, also known as Lee Baker, co-founder of Code 9 Project. Uh, Lee, thanks so much for joining us today. It's much appreciated. Thank you for having me. We had your partner on a while ago, Deborah Ortiz, uh, talking about your organization. And we had the opportunity to do a Facebook Live with you and Deborah. And we've been playing phone tag and scheduling issues ever since trying to get you on a show. So I'm really, really glad you're able to come on the Law Enforcement Today radio show. Thank you very much. Yes, I appreciate your flexibility. Our schedules are as everyone else is, a little challenging. So um, yeah, yeah. thank you for does it thanks get, for fielding that. Does it get any easier, <laughs> any better? I mean, it seems like I get busier and busier and busier. And I know you are too. Uh, does it get any easier? Hmm. I think it's really just a matter of time management, prioritizing, uh-huh. and staying well-rested and balanced and being a human being. I can't say that I am perfect at it all the time, uh, but as we continue to grow, uh, my skill set grows, so I do the best I can. I'm, I'm glad you brought that up because one of the, the new segments I added to the show is called Do Good, Feel Good with little tips about, you know, when you do good things, you feel better, and when you feel better, you do good things, and the first two topics were to eat around the same time every day so that you don't get hungry and hangry, and the second one was trying to get in better sleeping patterns because being well-rested, time management, all that stuff affects our mood. Uh, for anybody, doesn't matter if someone's struggling with PTSD or anything else, It's it can be a real challenge. So uh, what you brought up about time management, schedule, eating, trying to be good to yourself, that started ringing a lot of bells for me. Yes, actually, in our trainings, we call it the basic four. There's four things that we are in in control of, or it doesn't matter how crazy our careers are or whatnot. Certainly on shift, it's arguably not 100% within our control, but we can do things to stay ahead of the game, and that is food, hydration, rest, and movement. And uh, those are the keys, really, to 
the physiological components of staying balanced, certainly in, in the human being. And the, uh, the greater the demand on that human being, the greater the need to stay focused on those basic fours and tend to them, not blow them off. You're so right. I have found for me that as I get older, I become more aware of the needs I have to try to really monitor my mood and that my mood is so easily affected by the things that you mentioned, by not eating, by not getting enough sleep, uh, by not staying active, by isolating. All those things can have a tremendous effect on my mood, my well-being, and how I handle stress, which, by the way, is a lot of what your mission is about, how to handle stress and stress-related uh, disorders and conditions. A hundred percent. I mean, I, a lot of times I'll use the analogy of, of a vehicle because we all take such great care of our vehicles, right? We invest in them. And certainly you're not going to um, use the same oil in your car for uh, past the 3,000, 5,000 or 10,000 or 15,000, depends on the car and what type of oil. You, you tend to these things and you notice if you don't, your car starts to run not so well. It doesn't, it doesn't run optimally. And we, t- we are so mindful of these things in our materialistic objects that we give so much value to, yet the one vehicle that gives us the beautiful opportunities to acquire these material things we form attachments to, we don't pay the same mindful focus, attention, and um, care to. And certainly, I mean, one of my pet peeves is when we splice the mental and physical health there's just you can't be physically healthy and mentally unwell or vice versa they're all they're all components of the same vehicle the same nervous system the same uh circulatory system respiratory system cardiovascular system it's all related and if we start looking at this from a more comprehensive perspective meaning a wholesome or holistic as we like to call it perspective it gets easier to understand and make the small basic changes that have such a significant effect on our well-being just making small tweaks like adding some water to your day <laughs> considering yeah. we're com- we're comprised uh, 70% or more depending upon your location in the United States or the world for that matter of water you know, and I used to scoff at this sort of stuff. I, I really was a big skeptic, you know, but you, you just brought up a great point. Our brain is an organ, just like our heart is an organ, and just like our liver is an organ, and it has to be taken care of. And so often we wind up separating mental health from physical health as if they're two totally different entities that, you know, our mind, our brain controls not only the 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 electrical impulses in our body, but also our thoughts, our memories, our mood, all those things. With Code 9 Project, we've gotten right in the meat and potatoes of this conversation without even <laughs> talking about what you do. But with Code 9 Project, you have gone and made it a mission to help first responders, law enforcement, to become more proactive in treating and warding off and, and helping to deal with these severe traumas and critical incidents that we face that can have hazardous long-term effects on people. Yeah. I mean, our, our organization, is uh, it, it provides education, training, and advocacy for the prevention of PTSD and suicide. And a part of that prevention is very much a, lot, uh, a, a bit about what we're talking about. You know, um, there are many prongs, in my humble opinion, to 
um, the toolbox or the, the, the infrastructure of a first responder career. One is your basic self-care, the basic self-help and self-care that needs to be an ongoing, pending to process in your day-to-day routine. And just this casual conversation you and I are having um, at the onset of the interview, we understand that societally, forget about take the first responder career out of it, societally, we don't, we don't look at our being, our health, our life that way, right? So right, so right there, it's, it, we're, the card, the, the, the deck is stacked against us, right? So there's that. Then there's the need because we're being exposed to extraordinary things repetitively over and over and over again the ongoing need for support to reset and recalibrate both physically and mentally. Again, not something that has been widely recognized and or practiced in the first responder uh, communities. Um, So what do we see happening more and more? We see the prevalence of breakdown both physically and mentally within the first responders and the military. And it, it has catastrophic results. Back on the job in, in the Baltimore Police Department, we had really bad stuff. We used to call it really bad stuff. Now they call it critical mm-hmm. incidents. They have all these these terms that we didn't have back in the day. And what your bosses would say to you is, listen, I want you to go have a few beers and decompress. And that was how we dealt with like everything that came down the pike. When our friends were killed, we would drink and try to decompress. When you saw children being murdered at the hands of loved ones or traumatic accidents, you drank, you decompressed. All these things was the exact opposite of what we should have been doing. Right. And again, we don't want to, um, you know, shoulda, coulda, woulda. It's, I'm very careful about the, the way we look at the past and uh-huh. how we dealt with things because... You know, that's a a heavy burden to impose on yourself, Jay, and, you know, for others to to impose on themselves as well. We only know what we know until we know something different. Right. And at the time, that's all that was available. And it was the, you know, the very best support in the way of camaraderie and connection that you all could provide one another at the time, right? And it it worked. It actually it helped a lot of us make it through really, really bad things. Right. So what we're going to do is we're take our short break. We're talking with Lee Baker, co-founder of Code 9 Project. Uh, check them out online. Their website, which I have in front of me, is code9project.org. That's code, the number nine, project.org. This is Law Enforcement Day. We're taking a short break. We'll be right back. We all know that law enforcement First responders and military have dangerous jobs. They see and experience traumas that most can't even imagine. And all too often, that takes a toll leading to substance abuse, PTSD, and co-occurring mental health disorders. Transformations Treatment Center is dedicated to helping protect those who protect. Call 888-991-9725 online at transformationstreatment.center. Transformations Treatment Center provides a comprehensive range of treatments for addiction, substance abuse, co-occurring mental health disorders, and PTSD. Transformations Treatment Center has a nationally acclaimed veterans and first responders treatment program, offering rehabilitation and holistic treatment for all those suffering from substance abuse problems. Law enforcement, firefighters, veterans, and all first responders receive the dedicated and highly specialized treatment they need at Transformations. Their program features first responders and veterans therapists, 
helping first responders and veterans. Transformations Treatment Center. Call 888-991-9725. That's 888-991-9725. Online at transformationstreatment.center. Public safety professionals are regular people that heroically rush forward. Despite the fire or the storm, despite the worst of society and the undeserved contempt, they rush in to save, to protect, to hold our nation together. For more than 50 years, Galls has stood with our troops stationed abroad and with our nation's first responders who serve us here at home every day. Galls, proud to serve America's public safety professionals. Visit Galls.com today. Do you owe back taxes to the IRS? Newsflash, the president has changed the tax laws. And now you may be able to pay the IRS less. If you owe $10,000 or more in back taxes, the tax doctor can help you pay the IRS as little as possible allowed by law. There are new tax laws for business owners, the self-employed, even W-2 workers. If you have a back tax problem or a few years of unfilled returns, new help to save you money is now here. Here. Call right now to see how the new tax laws can help you. Plus, right now, we'll waive the consultation fee and give you a free tax savings report. Attention business owners, the self-employed, and W-2 workers. Make this free call to the tax doctor now and learn how to take advantage of the new tax laws that may help you pay the IRS less. 800-663-5107. 800-663-5107. That's 800 800- 663-5107. I'm a retired school psychologist and helping people was my thing. After my stroke, when Meals on Wheels started, I was on the other end of the stick, so to speak. My name is Julius Gaines, creative writer, poet, photographer. One in six seniors faces the threat of hunger, and millions more live in isolation. Drop off a hot meal and say a quick hello. Volunteer for Meals on Wheels by donating your lunch break at americaletsdolunch.org. This message brought to you by Meals on Wheels America and the Ad Council. Joining us on the phone from New York City. By the way, Law Enforcement Today show is broadcast in New York City. 14 other stations across the United States as well. And it's available on our website as a podcast at lawenforcementtoday.com. Also on our free app, which you can get on our website, lawenforcementtoday.com. And also pretty much every other major app and streaming service out there. Joining us, Brandy Lee Baker, like to be referred to as Lee. That's what you go by, right? Yeah, I answer to it all, but my <laughs> preference is Lee. It's easy. You are one of the co-founders of Code 9 Project. And I got introduced to you via your partner, Deborah Ortiz. And uh-huh. when we last spoke, the, the three of us, you were actually taking a break from a, a training session with the right. New York Police Department in their I academy. I forgot about that. And is yes. that something you do often? Yeah. Uh, take breaks and go on live shows? No, um, I'm I training to- at academies. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yes. Yep. We, um, we do. We provide uh, trainings to departments all over the country. And uh, NYPD was gracious enough to um, invite us to 
introduce our trainings to them, and they uh, then invited us back. So we were that was our second round um, when we had our interview with you this past. Uh, when did we see? In, that was in a June? couple months ago. Yeah, was it in June? I think yeah. might have been. And they are one of the the departments. You know, they they are trendsetters, and it's a large agency. And when they do things like this, a lot of other agencies tend to start to follow suit. And hopefully, that's a trend you're seeing. Yes, we are seeing a shift in the recognition of the need for mental health wellness training and ongoing training. And certainly NYPD is doing an excellent job in, you know, blazing the trail. Years ago, it was unheard of for outside organizations to be invited into large metropolitan police departments, the largest in the world, and deliver trainings. Everything was done in-house. We got this. It's, it's you know... We'll handle it internally. So they are there to be commended for it. How big of a problem, in your estimation, is post-traumatic stress in our first responder community across the United States? It's a, it's a, a tremendous problem. I, I mean, I'm not the expert that does the research on the numbers. That That's a, a conversation for someone else that does the metrics. But I come in contact uh, on a daily basis with multiple individuals in the first responder community and military that are suffer silently and uh-huh. secretly suffering. And, you know, when we are hearing of other suicides, it's, oh, I, I can't believe it. I, I can't believe it. I can't believe it. Well, you know, it's because we're not educated enough to look at the signs and, and symptoms. And those, a lot of those signs are very subtle. It starts with, with, Behavioral, very subtle behavioral changes, very subtle speech changes, the the way people are speaking and whatnot. And those subtle changes, the first place that they're recognized is within the family unit. So earlier you mentioned something. You said, you know, this is this is um, this isn't just exclusive to the first responder. It's a ripple effect. If you know, it affects the the departments. It affects families. And it affects the communities because some of the behaviors that we're seeing on, you know, smartphones that are published all over the the media and, and social media with poor behaviors by law enforcement, you know, some of it obviously, that it's not the whole picture, but there's also, you can see that many of these officers are in a reactionary mode. They're in fight or flight, right. you know, and that's, I'm sorry, we can't just point the finger at them. The community and the departments have to take responsibility. We're putting injured, mentally injured officers, stressed out officers out into the community and asking them to drink in more stress and handle it well. And you can't. There's a a boiling point for everyone. Absolutely. One of the things that you brought up that people don't seem to realize is there is you said that subtle change and i'm by no means an expert but one of the things that seems to be problematic across the board for many struggling with post-traumatic stress is anger and irritability and all of a sudden Mm -hmm. you know we hear hey he used to be such a nice guy she used to be such a nice girl all of a sudden now he's got a hair trigger and everything Mm -hmm. irritates him and that's Mm -hmm. a classic symptom one of the early warning signs of Mm -hmm. post-traumatic stress Yep. 
And it affects the family, affects their relationships. They they tend to medicate with alcohol, withdraw because they they, they can't get it. They just can't get a grip on that that anger and irritability. Right, because it's it's an electrical and chemical response. It's not a thought response, which is a common misconception of the human being. We think we can control, well, just, well, you know, I can control this mentally. It's not the case. The reaction that you're having is everything to do with your system, your nervous system being overloaded. And unless you decompress that nervous system, it's only going to be able to manage with the limited tools, the maladaptive tools that it has inside, you know, in it, in its toolbox right now. And that is avoidance and pushing as much stimulus away from itself as possible to avoid taking in any more sensory overload. It's it's an attempt to not short circuit. Now, it's not a constructive attempt. We can agree on that. But I want to make it clear for for any listener that's like, wow, I'm, I'm relating to this and I don't understand why. Well, you can't think yourself well. Say that again. That is so important. You can't think yourself well. Can you shift your thought patterns to help yourself get well? Yes, that's a big part of it. But you cannot think yourself well. Because that goes back to what I said earlier about the brain being an organ and using trying to use the problem to fix the problem. Yes, exactly. And, and it's, a little a more, it's a little more uh, complicated than that. It is, Jay. I just want to interject here. We are having a thunder and lightning storm, so if you hear big booming in the background, I apologize. You are okay. <laughs> okay. One of the things that there is a big misconception about, and hopefully you can address, is Hollywood has put out this this image, this stereotype of, of and I refer to it as post-traumatic stress. I prefer to use a term injury instead of disorder. And I'm not, you know, an expert. I'm not a, a medical person by any means. But mm-hmm. Hollywood puts out this image, you know, of a psychotic person who has had a total break from reality, that's ultra violent, that lives in the woods, that can't get along. And people that have the early stages of post traumatic stress or might be suffering from post traumatic stress buy into the stereotype that's propagated by Hollywood and therefore don't seek the help that could give them so much assistance. Mm-hmm. Yes. There's two ways we can look at the, the, the Hollywood um, proje- portrayal of, of stress in, uh, in law enforcement and the military as you see these TV shows and, and movies cropping up. One is at the very least, at least they're addressing the the topic, uh-huh. which from my perspective is, you know, it's a, it's the first step. Now, the accuracy of it, just like anything else, you know, remains to be seen. And I guess the only, the only comment I would have on that is if we're getting our in- information and education from entertainment venues, we might want to, you know, ask ourselves... Uh, is that the best choice? Right. We're going to talk more about what to look out for, what Code 9 Project does, what you and I as people who, who may have loved ones that are law enforcement, military, first responders who might be struggling, what you and I can do, and then most importantly, what all this can do to help Code 9 Project. You're listening to Law Enforcement Today. We're going to take a short break. We'll be right back. 
If you're 85 or younger, would you like peace of mind and comfort for your family? We're Final Expense Direct with an urgent message for you. The average funeral today costs over $8,000, but the most you'll get from government benefits is $255. How will your family pay the difference? We can help. Our senior plans start as low as just a dollar a day and pay up to $30,000 for a funeral and other final expenses. Peace of mind is easy. There's no medical exam. You'll have lifetime coverage, and your plan can't be canceled as long as you pay your premiums. Call now for free information about our senior plans. Answer a few simple questions and receive approval right on the phone. Plus, call right now and we'll give you a discount prescription card for free. Call 800-569-2507. That's 800-569-2507. Again, 800-569-2507. Remember in the beginning, when you first started to build a life for you and your family, you never imagined it would come to this. Instead of living your dreams, you're living with debt. In fact, it's smothering you. Now there's a way you can take back control with one simple call. If you owe $10,000 or more in credit card debt, you qualify to receive a free, no-obligation consultation on how to get rid of that debt for good. Call the Debt Helpline now. We work on your behalf to reduce your debt. We specialize in credit cards, retail store cards, and medical bills. One simple call is all it takes to get the ball rolling to a debt-free life. Stop living with debt and start living your dreams. Call the Debt Helpline now. 800-948-6817. 800-948-6817. 800-948-6817. 800-948-6817. That's 800-948-6817. The Law Enforcement Today show brought to you in part by Galls. G-A-L-L-S dot com. Again, their website is G-A-L-L-S dot com. Back to the conversation with uh, Lee Baker, co-founder of Code 9 Project. Lee is calling from New York City in the middle of an epic thunderstorm, which, by the way, we can't hear any of the thunder, the booming, the lightning. <laughs> I'm so glad. You've got, like, you said, hail and torrential downpours yeah, going on as we speak. It's, it's pretty bad, yeah. That's so I'm glad you can't hear it. One of the things that... You closed on a very good point. If we're getting our information from Hollywood, well, it's good that they're talking about post-traumatic stress, but if we're getting our information about what we know about it from Hollywood, we're kind of on the wrong track. So as a a law enforcement, member of the law enforcement family, retired police, I know what to look for in a lot of of men and women I work with because you see the signs. But for a lot of people, they see all of a sudden their loved one, their friend, their husband, their spouse, their wife, all of a sudden is not the same person. All of a sudden in their mind is very cranky, very irritable, not sleeping, arguing all the time. What are some of the things that we should be looking out for? You hit the nail on the head. It, it, the first the first signs that, you know, if you're seeing withdrawal symptoms, if you're seeing, you know, short, short fuse those are major red flags in themselves. In addition to that, you know, losing interest in previous activities that were um, ones that your loved one or your family member really enjoyed. For example, if they really enjoy motorcycle riding and they used to go 
you know, with their buddies on Saturday mornings or whatnot for a ride, and suddenly they're not doing it and making, you know, excuses or, ah, I'm just not into it or whatnot. That, that's something to pay attention to as well. The basics, going back to the basic four, shifts in appetite. Certainly, if you're seeing an increase or a change in um, behaviors when it comes to alcohol consumption, something to pay attention to. Apologies. All of a sudden, apologizing for everything. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Another behavioral symptom that is a red flag. You know, suddenly they're, they're apologizing for innocuous things like uh, the weather. <laughs> you know, like, oh, I'm really sorry that, you know, it's a bad day today and whatnot. This, this, is, a, this is a very important thing to make note of. How about the ones like, I'm, I'm sorry, if I'm, and this may sound overly dramatic, but I'm sorry for ruining your life and for not handling things the oh, way yeah. I should have. Yeah, and maybe you're better off without me. Now, that's a big, big red flag, but, you know, the pushing away, the, the language of, you know, I'm not, I'm not really a valuable thing in your life, or, um, you know, I'm, I'm complicating your life, or I'm a burden, or any type of, you know, just dialogue that that uh, sends those types of messages is is certainly something to pay attention to. And and if you have children, you know, if you're if you have a family with children and you're seeing that their interaction with the children, they're withdrawing from uh, the kids, and they were very involved, and or um, they're becoming overly protective of the kids. Again, just shifts in behavior that are different than the quote-unquote norm previously. Any any shifts, you start to take note of these things. I would be very alarmed when some people start saying things like, you know, you, you'd be better off without me. The family would be better off without me. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And um, more than likely, there were other signs around that, that it, you know, it's not an isolated incident. If you start really opening your eyes and your ears to to um, your loved one, you'll see that that that's not the only sign that was presented. And these are things that could be happening with anybody, any walk of society, not just law enforcement officers, not just first responders, not military. We have people that sexual assault survivors that have, that do fine forever and ever and ever. Then one day it seems like all of a sudden they've changed and they're struggling Jay, we even see it with children. We're seeing it with yeah. students in school. I mean, this, this is the society we're living in. And, the, and part of the problem is the fact that we're, we're not, it's not acceptable at this juncture to, to disclose the struggle. I mean, what are the topics that are taboo or have been taboo to talk about? Death, depression, Shame, guilt. We hide these things. We fear, hide these things from fear's one another. Here's another one, too, we don't fear, want to talk very about. Very good. You yeah. know, as a man, I don't like talking about fear. And I, my, my wife tells me that she is not talking about it. I have female friends, my sisters, they say that's a subject that's they don't talk about either. But for men, I can speak for me. That's something I don't ever want to, anyone to know that I'm fearful inside. And, and quite often, it's not about something that you can put your finger on. It's, uh, it's a nameless, crazy kind of fear. Well, here's the irony. The irony is if you're in a stress career and you're putting your life on the line regularly, chances are that you suffer from the other fears that you aren't 
necessarily aware of. Fear of judgment, fear of blame, fear of rejection. You know, we don't talk about those types of fears, and it doesn't matter how big, brave, well-trained, intelligent you are, you're still a human being, and those those needs, desires, and impulses as a human being still exist inside of you. So if you're in a leadership position or you're in a control position, you know, in your career, right, and that's your identity, and you, you're then suddenly you're starting to suffer in that regard, you're going to, you, the fears in social situations are going to become amplified. And it's a very physiological response, too. That, that's another Absolutely. point you brought up. It's not about willpower. It's not about... No internal mental strength it's of <laughs> no. it's like the adrenaline starts going and almost anybody i know has done a full career in law enforcement or first responder military has a lot of these these traits and they say yeah but that's all of us you know uh, i still uh-huh. sit my back to the wall i want to see the door i want people coming my way i mentally frisk people when they walk by me i i think of all, all kinds all of weird well scenarios yeah but, All fine, well, and good if it's done, if it's done as strategy and not reaction. In yeah. other words, look, you're a trained observer. You go into a room, you assess the situation, and then you relax. In other words, I know where the exits are. I know where my, my position is. I know exactly what to do in, in, in case of a, a dangerous situation. Now I can relax because we both know that if, you're state, if you are remaining in a state of tension and expecting something to occur, your your cognitive abilities are limited. Right. So your ability to react or respond in the proper fashion will be hampered somewhat. So it's perfectly okay to go in, strategize, and then relax and be present into whatever you're doing. It's a whole different scenario if you're walking in and you're, as we call, hypervigilant. You're going in and you've written the script. They're going to ambush over here and I got to be ready. And so every time a door opens, you're reacting to that door. Well, that's a red flag for self. If you find yourself doing that, your nervous system is overloaded. Get some help. As I always say, or I've been taught to say, that if the only tool you possess is a hammer, everything begins to look like a nail. We are (laughs) on the Law Enforcement Today show talking with Brandy Lee Baker co-founder of Code 9 Project. We're going to take a short break. We'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. Public safety professionals are regular people that heroically rush forward. Despite the fire or the storm, despite the worst of society and the undeserved contempt, they rush in to save, to protect, to hold our nation together. For more than 50 years, Galls has stood with our troops stationed abroad and with our nation's first responders who serve us here at home every day. Galls, proud to serve America's public safety professionals. Visit Galls.com today. Epidemic, America's public health crisis. These are all terms that describe the current problem of drug and alcohol abuse in the United States. Countless lives are lost and heartbroken families are too many to count. Transformations Treatment Center is dedicated to saving lives. Call 888 888- 9919725 and online at transformationstreatment.center Transformations Treatment Center provides a comprehensive range of treatments for addiction, substance abuse, co-occurring mental health disorders and PTSD. Transformations Treatment Center has many acclaimed treatment programs offering rehabilitation and holistic treatment for all those suffering from substance abuse problems. Transformations Treatment Center, 
Call 888-991-9725. That's 888-991-9725. And online at transformationstreatment.center. Keyboard Cat, Hamilton the Pug, and Toast Meets World. These are some of the Internet's most beloved pets. And they all have one thing in common. Their stories started in a shelter. Start your story. Adopt a dog or cat today. Visit theshelterpetproject.org to find a pet near you. Training that pet to play the keyboard, that's optional. Start a story. Adopt a shelter or rescue pet today. Brought to you by Maddie's Fund, the Humane Society of the United States, and the Ad Council. Back in the studios here in Law Enforcement Today, I'm John J. Wiley, joined by Brandy Lee Baker, co-founder of Code 9 Project. You can find them online. Their website is code9project.org. That's code9project.org. Lee, you are actively involved in Code 9, and we talked about some things you do. You do a lot of training to try to be proactive, to prevent PTSD, to treat it how to help people cope with it, get beyond it, or develop a good life in spite of. You also come from a first responder background. I do. I just want to clarify. We don't treat PTSD. We're not clinicians. Okay. What we do is we provide self-help. So the, the programs are called SHARE, Self-Help and Responsive Education. We provide education, resources, and tools for the individual. And the education is certainly signs, symptoms, and whatnot, and the resources to to get treatment if one is diagnosed with. with and it is PTSD. very treatable. That's the thing. A lot of yeah. people, you know, that struggle with this, and, and unfortunately, suicides do happen, mm-hmm. and it's a prevalent problem. And if I could get through to anyone that is struggling with this, regardless of where you got it from, it doesn't matter what caused it. Stay in here, hang in there. It gets a whole lot better. There's things you're going to have to do, but it gets a whole lot better. It's not a it's, it's not a death sentence. No, no, not at all. I mean, our team is comprised of active duty and retired law enforcement, military, and first responders, as well as family members. And it, it, it's not something that you stay in the dark and and you're left with a crappy life. You can have a really wonderful life. The thing to remember, and I'm speaking to the choir here, Jay, I know we can relate very well to the, the call letters PTSD, is it's not a one-shop fix-it. You have to, you, your, your, your life becomes a life of focusing on balance. And if you do that and you make it a priority, you can, you can do anything. Really, uh, you know, people say, how do you, how do you have so, how can you have so much energy and, and be so happy and whatnot? Well, it, it, I was forced to, to pay attention just, just like the rest of the community and, and, and you do the work. That's exactly it. And it, there has to be some sort of, for a lot of people, there has to be some sort of bottom for a, use, a right. term that's used quite a bit that propels them and mm-hmm. to, to get some help. And a lot of times that is going to be, Part of the triad they talk about what fuels a lot of law enforcement suicides is problems at work, problems with your relationship or marriage, substance abuse, money, and then your mental health is deteriorating. And you have those things all going at the same time. Really, really bad things can happen. Mm -hmm. But fortunately, a lot of people get forced into looking at options and say, okay, 
this is the hand I'm dealt. How do I, how do I have a good life? Well, yeah, and it, it really is about, again, it, it comes back to trying to keep it all, as we like to say, close to the vest. I don't want anybody to know I'm struggling financially. I don't want anybody to know that my, my wife is and I aren't doing well. I don't want anyone to know that I'm screaming at my kids behind closed doors. I don't want anybody to know that I'm X, Y, and Z, so I just got to figure this out myself. Well, you know what? Recipe for disaster. And is that part of the things that you talk about when you do your for lack of better words training seminars with police departments yes yes yeah we talk about all of it you know the bottom line is this if we are not providing each other look we all sign up for the same job you understand what it means to do the job what you don't fully accept is if you're not providing each other with the environment to manage being a human being, doing this extraordinary kind of work, and still having to have a life, and understanding that life is stressful in itself, right? So we got to provide each other with an opportunity to communicate what's going on inside of ourselves. Because as we stated earlier in this interview, we can't think ourselves well. Right. And our ability to strategize when we are overwhelmed is hampered. So think about that for, for a second from a logical place. If you're, if you're managing the burdens of your career, and let's just use, because we talked about, let's just say finances. And financially, you're, you're, you're in a real tough place, and you're responsible for your family. So you're driving to work you know, worried about how am I going to pay the mortgage and I got this credit card debt and oh my gosh, I got taxes and I got this and I got that. And that's your, that's the radio station internally that you're, you're driving to work with, right? And then you're stepping into the, uh, what should I say? The, the caca of the community, yes. <laughs> right? Uh, I'm trying to be politically correct here. Well, and, unfortunately, uh, that's what our first responders see. They, 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 they don't see people that are best at scenarios. It's always going to be bad. It's always going to be high-level stress and, and drama and people at their worst, their worst scenarios. And unfortunately, sometimes they're the victims of it, too. Right. So here you are. You're, you're trying to manage all this and, and then step into all that in the community. You're, and you're in this, this closed, like, tunnel vision. How are you going to find a solution when all that's churning inside of you is the problem? Right. So when we think about it like that, it makes it a little easier to understand that, you know, having constructive dialogue with peers for peer support, with therapists and whatnot, isn't a weakness. It's actually a really logical and constructive thing to do to assist you in getting out of these challenges or problems that are churning inside of you and really starting to cause some some major issues. So what would you suggest when you do your, your, your seminars, your, your training, what do uh-huh. you suggest that these people do to try to be proactive to prevent, for lack of better words, the onset of, of PTSD or to deal with it in their early stages? So one of the first things that I say is, look, uh, you know, I'll, I'll ask how many of you have a GP or a general practitioner or a general physician, and everybody's hand goes up, right? Because you got to have one in order <laughs> to get cleared to be able to do your job. So they raise your hands, and then I say, how many of you see your GP every day? Do you call your GP every day? And the answer is no. And I say, all right, then why is it then so unheard of 
if you've got your, your, your doctor's name in your back pocket, right? Why is it unheard of to think about having a therapist name in your back pocket? Right. You don't necessarily need to see that, that, you know, that therapist every day, but just like having your general physician available if you're not feeling well, why on earth wouldn't you think about having the same thing if you're starting to feel a little stressed out or whatever to have a therapist in your back pocket? So, so right there, that's, that's just a, an absolute, from my perspective, basic 101. You know, find, spend the time finding a therapist that you feel you've got good rapport with. Because just like anything else, they can have credentials up the wazoo it's still a matter of the human connection. And if, you, if you're not feeling comfortable, you don't like the sound of their voice, you don't, I don't know, their office irritates you or whatever, that's going to distract you from doing some good work, right? So Do this before so, there's a problem. That's right. You know you're that's entering a ra- into a... That's a radical concept, Lee. I mean, yeah, I never, I never no. thought of that. Yeah, I mean, like, let's let's approach this from a logical place, and let's teach this in the academies. Let's let's look at this from logic. Hey, welcome to a stress career. We're happy to have you, and you're going to be exposed to a tremendous amount of stuff a lot. Okay, just like you might sprain your knee, you know, chasing somebody, you might also get a little mentally tired. So here's what we suggest. <laughs> and you know, in a way, right? that's a, a great idea. If you look at professional sports, they have trainers, they have physicians on staff to deal with conditions before they get bad. So in oh, a way, the way they have, for our they first have, responders, it makes perfect sense. They also have mental coaches to help they, their their performance they to do. make sure that they're in the game. So why on earth aren't we doing the same thing for first responders? Why are we not doing that? It's logical. We're not. We're we're suggesting that you go out and arm yourself with your art, artillery to assist you to stay in the game. That's a great idea, folks. You can get more details about Code Nine Project, everything they do, all the services they offer, which are quite extensive. Also, how you can help, how you can donate. Contact them. Go to their website, code9project.org. That's code, the number nine, project.org. Uh, Lee, unfortunately, we are out of time. We could go on and on and on. We'll definitely have to have you back again in the future. Thank you so much for the opportunity, and thank you for the work that you do, Jay. It's time for the do good, feel good tip of the day brought to you by Transformations Treatment Center. Online at transformationstreatment.center. Call 888-991-9725. In order to do good, you have to feel good. Or at least it helps to feel good. And one of the chief problems, one of the main culprits to causing us not feel well is stress. So our tip today is cut down on stress it's impossible to get rid of all things that stress us out but there's a few simple things i've learned that make a big difference like getting up about 15 minutes earlier than you need to i found that not hitting the ground or having to run and rush to get ready for work or school can make all the difference in the world plus by leaving for work or school or whatever appointment i have five ten minutes earlier i can slow down Take it easy and not feel so stressed out. It might sound ridiculous, but this simple little thing can make a big difference. By the way, got a do good, feel good tip of the day suggestion you want to send in? Email them to me 
That's Jay, J-A-Y, at lawenforcementtoday.com. And that was the Do Good, Feel Good tip of the day brought to you by Transformations Treatment Center online at transformationstreatment.center. Call 888-991-9725, providing comprehensive range of treatments for addiction, substance abuse, co-occurring mental health disorders, and PTSD. In addition, they have law enforcement, first responder, military veteran treatment segment run by military veterans and first responders. That's Transformations Treatment Center. Call 888-991-9725 online at transformationstreatment.center. When you have a chance, be sure to go to our website, lawenforcementtoday.com, and download our free mobile app. We have a version for your Android and iPhone devices. It's 100% free. Get it at lawenforcementtoday.com. In every community across the United States, We have law enforcement officers. We have first responders. We have incredible stories of heroism from our first responders. From law enforcement officers, EMTs, paramedics, firefighters. In addition to that, we have heroic crime victim survivors. If you want to tell your story of survival and how you recovered and how you rebuilt your life, feel free to contact us. We'd love to have you as a guest on the Law Enforcement Today show. We made it so easy to get a hold of us, too. There's many different ways. Go to our website, lawenforcementtoday.com. You can contact us on our Facebook page, Twitter, Instagram. Heck, send me an email. My email address is j, that's J-A-Y, at lawenforcementtoday.com. I'd like to thank our guests so much for coming on the Law Enforcement Today show. We've got another great guest heading your way next week. Don't miss it. Until then, this is John J. Wiley. See ya.